0: Let's read from Luke chapter 23, verses 32 through 43. And this morning, I want to talk about three crosses. You see, we center many times on the one cross, and it is the most important. But that day, there were three crosses. And so we have... Three crosses, plus the one standing in the back back there uh, that's behind the Baptist. We have three crosses this morning. Let's read this. There were also two other criminals, two others, led with him to be put to death. And when they had come to the place called Calvary, there they crucified him. And the criminals, one on the right hand, and the other on the left. And then Jesus said... Save yourself. And an inscription also was written over him in letters of Greek, Latin, and Hebrew This is the King of the Jews. Then one of the criminals who were hanged blasphemed him, saying, If you are the Christ, save yourself and us. But the other, answering, rebuked him, saying, Do you not even fear God, seeing you are under the same condemnation? And we indeed justly. For we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Can you say that with me? This man has done nothing wrong. Then he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you, Today you will be with me in paradise. Say that with me. Today you will be with me in paradise. And may the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this word. We thank you that we have already declared its transformative power over our lives. I pray that you would bless the speaker. Lord, that my words would be your words, that you would be honored and blessed by the words of my mouth and the meditation (laughs) of my heart. May they be truly a word of God for the people of God. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. As you... Look at the Bible. The Bible is full of comparison and contrast. It gives us examples throughout it of how to live and how not to live. Some of the very first characters introduced into the Bible are Cain and Abel, the very first two sons of Adam and Eve. And if you have read their story, you know that one decided to go down a good path and to offer a good sacrifice, and another decided to do quite the contrary and ended up murdering his brother. We have Abraham and Lot. Abraham, the father of the faith, who was willing to say to Lot, you take the good land. I'm going to follow after God and whatever he gives me, he gives me. But Lot was a selfish man and he desired the plains and the the good places and we see that he had to be escorted out of Sodom and Gomorrah because of the choices, the bad choices that he made. There's a comparison and contrast between David and Saul, the first two kings of the Bible of Israel that we see there and we know that Saul went in his own way. Saul couldn't wait on God or wait on the prophet and he offered a sacrifice whenever he was not supposed to and he followed and God uh, left him and God uh, cursed all that he tried to do. But David, a little shepherd boy, the least of his clan. Left out in the uh the, the desert, the wilderness to take care of the sheep, but God blessed him and he became. can go in a totally different direction. We can either rebel as the one criminal hanging on the cross did or we can turn to Jesus and ask him to forgive us and ask him to receive us into his kingdom. And you see that there are three crosses this morning that we're going to talk about. And one of those crosses is the cross of rejection that man who hung on that cross, he had a choice. The Bible tells us that we must all pick up our cross and follow after Jesus. But we all bear a cross, my friends. All of us have a life to live. All of us have decisions to make. And this man chose cross, as Pastor Kelly preached about several weeks ago. It was not a thing of beauty. It was not a necklace or a a symbol that was hung upon people's uh, body. It was an instrument of death. And those who hung upon it would literally struggle and suffocate as they tried to lift themselves up off and to take a breath so that they would not suffocate. And so as he hung there, in all of his pain and in all of his agony, there were three men there, all destined to die, all of the same death, but my all different paths that they chose. So this morning, we have decisions to make we take up? Will we take up the cross of rejection? Will we be like Adam and Eve who decided that rather than living in God's plan, that they would follow their own desires? That they wanted to be a God unto themselves? You see, well they rejected God's plan and they picked up a cross of rejection. And man If we follow after those we are following, Adam and Eve, we follow after them, we we pick up a cross of rejection, a cross of denying who Christ is and what he has done for us. And while this world is painful and this world is hard, and I'm not going to hit him down the front row here, so, so don't get too excited, while it is rough and it is... We have decisions, and we do not have to pick up the cross of rejection. We, we can make a different decision, and we can pick up a cross that is different. This cross of rejection. It is heavy. It is hard to carry. Sin, we pay a price when we sin. We pay a price when we follow after our own desires and our own thinking to criminals. And I tell you, in this text, it doesn't tell us that, but both criminals started out blaspheming Jesus. Come on. That's right. You see, even though you've started a path, it does not mean you have to continue that path. Today is a day of reckoning. Today is a day of decision. Today see, it's the day of, of reckoning. The cross is a point of change. It stretches from earth to heaven. Yeah. And there is a vast uh, of expanse there that we must choose. Will we follow after God, or will we be earth creatures? Will we only follow after our heart and our carnal desires? One of them said, aren't you the Christ? Save us and save yourself. And when Jesus did nothing, he hated him even the more. My friends, that's like having uh, someone in the pit with you. And because they won't help you out, that you begin to curse them. Oh my, what a mistake that this man made. Right beside him. The same the Savior of the world. And my friends, you and I Look at your neighbor and say, The Savior is right beside you. You don't have to wait. He's there. He's with outstretched arms. He's presenting himself to us and to mankind. The Savior right beside him. But he chose a path of rejection, a cross of rejection. And he would go to an eternal hell. And I look at this and I'm saddened. The pastor in me saddened that a man chose with the Savior right beside of him to go to hell. He had a chance. And I'm saddened by that. And many times I look at people and we have done our best to witness to them, and we have reached out and Because we have our own will, we can choose which path, which cross will you choose this morning? Which path will you take? This man who was about to die and be judged for his life picked up the cross of rejection. A fully deserved condemnation upon him for he was a rebel and a thief one foot in the grave and he still would not choose jesus this morning you are not here by circumstance or coincidence and today we all come to the foot of the cross with a decision to make will we reject what god has provided for us and go our own way or will we follow after jesus for so there is another cross that we can pick up this cross is heavier and bigger and can i say that it is harder to live this life of <coughs> repentance because it makes my will less than the will of god and it's hard to carry this cross and if you'll notice this cross is not smooth and easy And it has splinters in it, and it's probably rubbing a rough place in my new suit. But this morning we have a decision. For it is the cross of repentance that will lead us to Jesus. It will lead us to a new life in Him. It will ultimately lead us to heaven and to experience. It's hard to repent, Pastor. It's hard to repent. We must take up our cross and follow after him. And this other man decided to take a different course. He looked inside of himself and he said, I deserve the very punishment that I am going through. He simply looked at Jesus and he said, Remember me. Remember me. I am so glad that when Jesus hung upon that cross, that he remembered me. What a a good job Teresa did to to say that Jesus saved her, but he saved me and he saved you. And Jane, he saved you and he remembered you. And and, and Barbara, he saved you and he remembered you. On the cross, I imagine in my mind that pictures of us are flashing before the Savior. So he was able to stay on the cross. And he looked at those who were guilty of kneeling him to the cross. And he tells them, Father, forgive them for well, they don't know what they do. My friend, so many people don't know what they do. When we live a life of unrepentance, we put Jesus back on the cross again. We can choose a different path this morning. And I'm going to put this cross down because it's heavy. (laughs) A cross of repentance. So we have choices this morning. How will we live? Will we follow Jesus? Will we live a life of repentance? Will we admit our guilt before him? Will we repent? I think one of the most amazing things about this story is that this man is seconds away from dying, and Jesus has mercy upon him. This man rejected with the Savior right beside of him. This man accepted, and mercy was right beside of him. Oh, thank God for the mercy. Short of the glory of God. And we need His mercy, yes. His forgiveness. You see, we look at this man and we say, How could God receive him? He lived a life of, uh, of unrulyness, a life of sin, a life of stealing and thievery, and, and probably many more things. And Jesus, at the very deathbed, if you will, Gives the man and says, This day will you be with me in paradise? The man didn't even have to say a prayer and repeat a prayer after the pastor. That's good news, folks. But it's not the best news. The best news would be if he had picked up his cross of repentance way before he had, and he had lived a life pleasing to God, and he had done Work and people have been won to Christ because of his repentant and obedient heart so my friends don't wait we are not promised a last second conversion to the Lord mercy was there, mercy is always with us and God will forgive us and bring us into his presence Which cross will you choose? This man made bad decisions throughout his life. But one day, he turned. An about face. And mercy was there to meet him. Mercy. This cross of repentance. The other thing that I see here is how simple it is to be saved. How simple. And we make it so difficult. Yes. We, we, I don't know how many times I, I have people tell me, Pastor, when I get my life together, and when I uh, get this under control, and when I get that under control, and I'm going to come to church. Yeah. And it's t- so backward. Yeah. It's so opposite of the way we should live. Yeah. Because, you see, if we could ever get it all together, then we wouldn't need Jesus. some people need Jesus mm, more than others. No, we all need Jesus. Amen? We all need Jesus. The same amount. Here's this man in a desperate situation and mercy reaches out to him and mercy captures him. Romans ten thirteen tells us, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Yes. Not the good people. People, not the in between people, not the people on the right side of the tracks, or the people that had a good reason. No, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. What news? What good news? It's the good news of the gospel. The worst sinner can be saved and forgiven of their sins. Hallelujah. I love the old hymn. It says, The pious. A pardon receives. Oh, hallelujah! He don't wait for me to get good to save me. I know that wasn't good English. That's all right. He doesn't wait for me to get lined up with him. He comes in, and when I repent, he immediately saves me. So powerful. With three crosses that day, three crosses. And the third is the most important cross. It's not the cross of, of rejection, nor the cross of, of repentance, but it is the cross of redemption. Yeah. It is where Jesus paid the price for you and. It wasn't a second-hand thought. It wasn't, oh my, I've got to do something. Man has sinned. No, the Bible tells us that Jesus Christ was slain before the very foundation of the world. Made a way for us. When we choose the cross of redemption, we must repent to get to the cross of redemption. This man did nothing wrong. Jesus did nothing wrong. Yet they crucified him, all because the religious leaders were afraid of their positions. They were jealous of the man of God when they couldn't come along beside him and ushered in the kingdom of God, but they were not ready for that. They hated him. They rejected their own Messiah, though they had been looking for, for him for hundreds and hundreds of years. Don't wait. Keep looking. The answer is right before your eyes. It's not a better car. It's not a better house. You'll we'll say that it's not a better wife or a better husband. It's the cross of redemption. That's right. That's right. And we have a choice this morning. Which cross will you choose? Which cross? All of sin. Except for Jesus. He never lashed out. He never uh, approached others with bitterness. Instead, he was concerned with the forgiving of others of their sin. Why did Jesus die? Because it was the plan of God Amen. to redeem mankind. Oh, we don't understand why God would have to let his only begotten son come in and live a sinless, spotless life and be that It was the sacrifice for us the payment from the beginning God had plan in place and as Jesus was hanging there on that cross that rough cross splinters in it piercing into his broken back already and Satan thought he had won. Right. I imagine that the celebration in hell was already taking place, yeah. yes. but he didn't know the plan of God. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Genesis three fifteen tells us that that Satan would attack mankind. He would attack the very plan that God had for him, and that the representative man. Christ the God man (laughs) would take the heel and step upon the head of the surface. And though he died he rose again on the third day. Victorious. Triumphant. Taking the keys of hell to the grave and
1: triumphing
0: for us. When Satan thought he had won don't know the whole plan. In three days, you'll see was victorious. This morning, we have a choice. We have a choice. I believe if you don't know the Lord and you came this morning because of a wonderful friend of yours. Many people come to church because of a friend. And they didn't want you to come to church just to have a better number We You guys look beautiful. Great number of people here. But they came because with you and invited you because they were concerned about what choice would you make. This morning, let's make a choice for Jesus. Your eternal